0: I'm doing fine. I'm feeling great. You're not my fat, You can't relate. Straight talk going state to state. Before you cross me, look both ways. Leaving the scene with no trace. none in my leave, You out of place. I'm not at the top. I'm space. anywhere We're out of place. I'm doing fine. I'm feeling great. You're not my fan You can't relate. Straight talk going state to state. Hey, guys. What's going on? i your boy, George Mackay. And I'm here with the one and only, White Trash, Matt Cash. How are you? And we've never done a podcast together.
1: No, no, we haven't.
0: We haven't. This is the first one. Good. This is completely off the cuff, completely off the fly. I did not <laughs> ask him permission of any kind of what I can or can't talk about. And people would think that I haven't done my research, but I've always got the questions up here. So question number one. Yeah. Uh, you know, family's growing. Welcome a new addition to the family, which yeah. is Negan, who is the most awesome kid ever. Yeah. Now, I know off camera we've talked about this, but I want to talk about this on camera. Negan, where did the name... How did we generate that name out of all name choices? Most people would assume The Walking Dead, but I'm not 100% sure that that's the reason.
1: It actually is the reason. Okay, there you go. It is, because uh, I, got, uh, I got Jesse watching The Walking Dead when me and her got together. <laughs> it was, I swear to God, man. And then uh, the season where Negan comes in, I'm pretty sure she hated him at first. And then he grows on everybody, but I've always liked him because I read the comics. Yeah,
0: but he is a completely badass character. Oh, dude, he's a
1: character that you love to hate, but also love to love. Dude, I love to love the whole time. Especially as soon as you bats Glenn headed with a bat.
0: Yeah, Ooh, pretty se- se- actually very
1: sexy scene. Oh, buddy! But no, that's what that's where the name actually came from. It was actually The Walking Dead. Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: I mean, if, if if the zombie apocalypse ever hits the fan. For you to have the second coming of
1: civilization, yeah, right. it's not a bad namesake to have. No, it's not. But I'll tell you what, if the zombie apocalypse happened, I got no problem killing my family if I had to. That's
0: what I say. I say no problem. Listen, I've got my whole wardrobe planned out, okay? <laughs> two side holsters, two hip holsters, <laughs> shotgun holster in the back because I like close range. I don't want to shoot you from a distance. I want to shoot yeah. you up close and personal. No, that's- I want you to remember... The shotgun is for when people
1: try sneak attack. You
0: just That's turn what I'm around saying. <laughs> yeah, you just need to get that, you need to get that, but sawed off shotgun. You need doesn't to get two right shotgun, in the face. Yeah, shotgun's still shotgun. a shotgun,
1: for sure. Okay, for but sure. Where, where would you go
0: during the, the uh, zombie apocalypse? Uh, a mall. Why a mall? Because it would literally have everything from clothes to bedding to showers to the whole nine yards. What about food? It would have food in the food court. You want to know where would I go? Grocery store? Costco. Costco. Yeah, buddy. Did you ever hear that song on uh, YouTube? It's by this family. It's like it's called Costco, and the no. chorus is like, "I don't need it." <laughs> But I gotta, gotta have it. No, Costco. I, I, never, I never heard Oh, my, my, my kid showed it to me. So I'll have to show it to you after. It's <laughs> hilarious. Well, I'm surprised. My my oldest or my middle kid, hasn't shown me that stupid thing. Oh, it, it is it is the funniest song ever. <laughs> it, it really is. And it talks about all the random shit that you find at Costco. It's, it's like so water filter straws. Every time that I go to the mountains. But you know what? I never really go to the mountains. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I gotta
0: find this, man. 50-pound bag of bird seed that the birds will never eat. Oh, but I yeah. gotta, gotta <laughs> have. Man. Oh, man. <laughs> it's the greatest song ever. So, listen. let's talk, Actually, let's talk Costco for a second. Okay. Everybody's bought something from Costco, and they usually automatically, right after they buy it, they have buyer's remorse. Yeah. Like, yeah, something you know. that they purchase when they walk out, they go, fuck, did I really need that, like, 95-pound tub of mayonnaise? No, but I bought it. Have you ever had buyer's remorse
1: from Costco? I have. No, actually, because, like, when Mac and I would always go to Costco, it would always be for, like, formula, like, baby formula. Yeah, which is uh, a very good deal at or, Costco. Or, yeah. like, the water, because it comes in like too, right and diapers. No, actually, her dad has like this uh, subscription to like Pampers, so we get them sent every month. Or, oh, so perfect. So, so diapers are good on. Exactly. But like I said, like water and like formula, and maybe uh, like chicken we buy from there. We don't really buy like we don't do grocery shopping there. It's mostly like a two, two trip, two item trip. Okay, so here's here's my buyer's remorse from Costco. <laughs> They had the drumsticks, like you know,
0: the ice cream drumsticks on yeah. sale, and it, you get like thirty in a box. Ooh. But I didn't realize that the boxes were all one flavor. They're not yeah. mixed. Now they're mixed bag, but in the beginning, when they first started all bringing them, they flavor. were all one flavor. So I just grabbed the top box, thinking it was the caramel one. It was not. It was yeah. the the mint green.
1: Like, yeah, that. that yeah, would, no. Yeah, I would. I would hate that. But, but. And,
0: and the wife's like, we can just take it back. I'm like, I'm too lazy now to take it back. So I. I sucked those bad boys down to horrible dismay to the point where they actually grew on me. They changed my oh, perception man. of ice cream, man. Well, now that I know that they got uh, those bars of, like, 30 there, shit. It's a good deal. Babe, and they're all, like, mixed packs. Yeah. We're going to Just Costco. Mark, on the list, on the fridge, on the list. Okay, so let's talk um, Let's talk you for a second. Like, you know, everybody knows if you watch the new Frontier pre-shows, which are strictly available on the Straight Talk Wrestling YouTube page, go ahead and subscribe. Um, I hate Oshawa. To, so, like, the, the point of, like... Uh, of absolute, like, hatred. Like, Oshawa would be the first place I would drop an atomic bomb on if the zombie apocalypse striked. Like before the, Hamilton? Before Hamilton. Oh. Like, that's my, that's my heartfelt feelings. But you being from Oshawa as well, and you've watched every pre-show that we've done, Hayes says a lot of my comments are <laughs> off the cup and not factual. I believe that to be untrue. So somebody who's literally lived in Oshawa much like Hayes most of his life, would you agree or disagree with some of the shit that I've said? I would
1: agree with... Probably like ninety percent of the shit you say about Oshawa. like the the hooker thing. I don't think it started in Oshawa, though, man. I'm pretty sure it's Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> you go, you know, you go on Barton Street. Ugh, Barton, yeah, they, no, you're right. You know, Barton Street, it's scary. It started in Hamilton. Yeah. Worked the way east. There we go. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I mean, like your
0: your your whole city's claim to fame is actually having the house from it in
1: it for a couple of years till they tore the fucking thing down. Well, no, actually, that whole thing was a set, dude. It wasn't. uh, It wasn't a house. Like they. Like no one lived there. They they built a set. No, I know they built a set, but the house was there for a couple years after the movie, wasn't it? Until they tore it down. No, no. they tore it down immediately. Immediately. I I just learned something today. Yeah, and the the funny thing is too is like, everyone went there. They took the kids. I took my kids there. Um, But like the inside of the house wasn't there. It was just Just the the exterior. It was exterior. The
0: inside was the soundstage. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I was like the guy, the security guard that was there. I'm like, hey, can I go in? He's like. Nothing really to see, man. Just boards holding up, like, the, uh, the walls. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, they actually don't film the scenes inside the house there. I'm like, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> right? Just crushed all of his dreams. <laughs> man, dude, I was so mad. But, yeah, like, from that little section of Oshawa, uh, and I'm thinking one or two of it, when the kids are riding the bike, they go past the church, which is actually the funny thing is that section where they're riding the bikes, where the hookers... I'm, dude, I'm not lying. You drive down Simcoe, you go North Simcoe, South Simcoe, you're gonna see the church, you'll fucking know, probably see some hookers too. So you can <laughs> beg for forgiveness, then
0: do the deed, and I was perfect, it's perfect. Okay, let's talk, death, let's talk death match wrestling for a second. You are one of the uh, the OGs when it comes to death match wrestling in Ontario. I will put you in any conversation with the likes of a Tyler Hill, with the likes of a Jesse Amato, with the likes of a Warhead. You have been around, you have been in some bloodbaths. Yeah. What do you think about a guy like Tyler Hill being forced to have to hang up his boots on the deathmatch side of things? Are we losing something with not having Tyler Hill in those types of matches here in Ontario? Or is this a chance for people to see that side that they haven't really seen in a while because he's been so focused on deathmatch
1: wrestling? Well, you know, it's like with Tyler Hill gone, yeah, it does suck. Because him and I had some good battles. And uh, I wouldn't say he had to hang it up. You know what I mean? Well, but, he, he lost the match.
0: He had no choice. He had to hang it up at that point for right. death, death match wrestling, anyways.
1: Yeah, I guess so, but I don't know. Yeah, like, it, it sucks for sure. And but again, like it opens up doors for guys that actually want to do it. Like you guys got like Tyler Hill. Oh, not Tyler Hill. Tyler Arrow. Right. You know, I don't know. If, Off like, the cover someone, in the death match. Exactly, scene for sure. and he's one of the guys I'd love to square up with. And yeah, man, like it's, it sucks because there's not a lot of guys to do the death match with you know what I mean like it It is a it is a small breed of person that definitely wants to jump in that that type of squared circle yeah and it's like I was up in uh, Quebec at the beginning of June and like nobody was there's only a couple people that are actually in the hardcore game right but it's like everyone else just does like the regular wrestling or whatever but yeah I know like Tyler Hill being gone it sucks but and again, it gives me more chances to the fight deathmatch. <laughs> <So>. Book now. <laughs> Book now,
0: please. No, um, but let me ask you this. I mean, everyone's got that weapon in a deathmatch fight where they see it and they're like, fuck, that's the one that's going to leave some scars or not the one that has left that scar. What is the one weapon you hate seeing in a deathmatch match? match? Thumbtacks.
1: Thumbtacks suck, dude. Thumbtacks in anything or just thumbtacks in general? Thumbtacks in general suck, man. Especially when you get them in your hand, the palm of your hand or the back of your head. Oh my god, it sucks. Because I, like, I remember when I first started doing this, I was working, um, Bloody Bill Scullion. Okay, yep. Way back in the Stranglehold days, and uh, we're
0: talking way back. A lot. We both had more hair. Yeah, that's no, that's I, I had a whole did. thing of hair,
1: and um, <laughs> I got a, a thumbtack stuck in the back of my head, and Asylum had to get tweezers. Oh no! To pull it out, and it was like I sat there for five minutes while he was trying to pull it out. But other than that. I like glass, I like barbed wire, hate thumbtacks. But I will do anything that has to do with thumbtacks though. I just don't like it. Like the match with me and Tyler Hill from No Ring North, where we had uh, our our um, fist taped up with thumbtacks. That was cool. Like the Sticky Bandits, but in a very bloody way. Yeah, really bloody way. That's Sticky, that's S-T-I-Z. I I think it's a C, then a K, (laughs) then a Y, I think. I'm from Austria, I can't spell, so. (laughs)
0: We already talked about the school system and how it's failed so many people from Oshawa. Um, when it comes to deathmatch wrestling, and I asked this question to Tyler Hill, and he had a very interesting answer, so I think you will too. There's still that stigma. A lot of people say that I'm not going to book this guy because I know what he's used to doing, yeah. and they can't wrestle in a regular match, which is complete bullshit. It's not me that's saying it. You've heard it. You know exactly what oh, I'm talking yeah. about. Why do you think that stigma is still around, especially in a world where now as wrestling fans, we celebrate all types of wrestling? we really do a lot of times pay-per-views have all those types of matches right mind you it's not as crazy as a death match yeah. they try to tone it down a bit but they still have those sparks of death i mean it's so respected in japan why do you think over here north american side of things we have this stigma about it
1: yeah that's a good question actually because like during the pandemic um up in the states there it was all deathmatch like look at all the death match guys and but it, it's weird because, like, I, obviously I didn't start in the deathmatch game. No, of course Right? Not. Uh, Warhead didn't start in the deathmatch game. You just kind of gravitated towards yeah, it, right? Yeah, and it's something, like, for me, it's like I feel more comfortable with weapons. Not that I can't wrestle because, like, this whole year past little bit. I've only done a couple deathmatches or hardcore matches. So it was, like, last weekend or the week before, I just worked hold, uh, Holden Albright in a regular match before that, I worked... Which is Ash. surprising
0: for the both of you because that would just seem like a match that's tailor-made to be a, like a hardcore match. Well,
1: we, we had a match before for uh, Demand Lucha and it was a hardcore, and then we had just this one. But again, it, like the one for GCW, like last weekend, it was a regular match. Then I worked uh, Rex Atkins in a regular match. And then I worked um, Laura Cassie. Is that I think that's her name. Yep. Mm-hmm. Worked her in a regular, regular match. match. Oh, my God. So, so deathmatch death wrestlers can wrestle? Shut up. Unfortunately, we can. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, you're right. It does. It adds a lot of layers to you as a performer, right? Yeah. Do, you, do you sometimes, like when you're doing those regular matches, a fan may not know it's a regular match, so they come out thinking it's going to be Matt Cash in this match, and then they're like, oh, it's just a regular match. Have you ever had a deathmatch fan walk out on you in a regular match? Like, is uh, that, has that happened?
1: I don't think so, but I remember like, uh, like a month or so ago, it was me, Jesse Mack, and Warhead. Versus that Kyle, Skills, and Jesse Amato in a trios match. And they announced it as a hardcore match. But we didn't use any weapons. Like, we actually wrestled. Like, I did the Universal spot. I don't know if you know what that is. Yes, I do. I did that. And I did the Leapfrog. And holy shit. Who would have thought Matt Cash can do a Leapfrog? <laughs> Not me. No, I absolutely knew your skill set. So, uh, but no, I don't think I've had anybody walk out on me from... You know, they the opposite know I, side
0: of things. Yeah,
1: it was just like, but that's an oxymoron in itself, right? It was, you're gonna you're
0: gonna find yourself in the shit or later tonight being like, fuck, that isn't. I gotta find out now. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. put that question out there.
1: Now I want to watch the audience see who fucking walks out on me. And if I'm you're not gonna you're gonna stop
0: mid match and be like, are you walking out on me? Because this isn't a fucking hardcore match. This is bullshit. <laughs> hey, you get your fucking <laughs> ass you back paid here. Twenty five. Get the fuck out. <laughs> All right. So talk to me about. I mean, white trash. It, it, it's a stigma word. People yeah. use it for the less fortunate of yeah. society in a lot of ways. What, what is it about? Like, did, is that something just rolled off the tongue for you, or was this actually a character that was developed and built?
1: No, um, it was just like developed and built because I was obviously part of the sound brothers Owen sound I was Owen sound from Perry sound he Owen was sound was from Perry, Perry
0: sound. sound and he was Perry sound from Owen the great probably one of the hands down the greatest gimmicks by the way same
1: dad different mom 45 <laughs> minutes apart <laughs> and uh it all fits in the Oshawa moniker it, it, it really <laughs> does but I uh, know cause like uh my old partner Perry there he uh stopped wrestling so I was still doing wrestling obviously yeah. and Owen sound and me and Scully went somewhere by Ottawa but yeah by Ottawa I think Cornwall I think mhm and I told him, like, man, like, I need a new gimmick. He's like, oh, what about white trash, Matt Cash? And I'm like, isn't that, like, kind of copying Cody Deaner a little bit? You know, when Cody Deaner was, like, the, um, the Carney. Yeah. So he's like, no, fuck, not at all. He's a carny, and you're white trash. And I'm like, okay, but what, what would I wear, though? You know what I mean? Like, to try and get, like, a costume or whatever. And he's like, I don't know, fucking wear, like, an Iron Maiden shirt or, <laughs> or some shit. And I actually did wear, actually, a motto gave me whatever it was Iron Maiden shirts and I wore that and I had like cut off jeans and nice oh, dude it was you had jorts yeah you dude, had like, homemade jorts yeah man like it was so bad and then you know with evolution you always gotta evolve in some way right so what's so now, what's the next evolution for White Trash Matt Cash like you've got the character built in it's now become a, a
0: household name you're getting booked a lot more stocks rising which is fantastic for you because you deserve it but what's
1: the next evolution for the character? Where does White Trash Matt Catch
0: go from where he is right now? That's
1: actually a good question. And, and um, actually, Mac and I are thinking about getting gear made because she and I do our, a tag team, which is my hardcore romance, rip off of my chemical romance, right? Play on words. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're thinking about getting uh, some gear made. And, you know, um, like the, my, uh, my cargo shorts here, my army pants. That was part of uh, the White Trash Circus with me and Shonimo, which obviously is not here no more. So now it's like I kind of, I want to shy away from that and go somewhere where I'm my, like I'm my, myself, you know what I mean? So I think next is probably get some shorts made, keep the camo a little bit in the shorts, but and that's going to be shorts probably, again. Not jean shorts, but actually like wrestling shorts. Holy shit.
0: <laughs> no more jorts jorts is off the table no, okay serious question now um i'm gonna look at you in all seriousness i'm really gonna build up the seriousness of this question Who the fuck is that i don't know he looks like the, did you ever read that zombie comic book so, sorry somebody just walked by and looked very much like uh something jeepers out of Creepers. yeah very jeepers creeperish <laughs> and like no makeup special effects was on point though but no makeup every couple uh, <laughs> focus now focus will you every couple has their go-to romance movie and you may be embarrassed to say it, but you have to say. It. I will tell you mine. Yeah, every couple has that that little bit of a tearjerker. Listen, I'm gonna be. I'll, I'll own up to mine first. to Show you how much of a man I really am. All right, Mandy Moore, and Walk to Remember. That shit gets me right here in my fucking
1: feel <laughs> spot. Okay, you know I'll be honest with you. It's anything that has to do with like kids. Doesn't that's not like an actual movie. Or there's something with kids involved, like a okay. kid has, like, cancer or a kid dies. Or ah, gotcha. Recently, there's actually Spider-Man No Way Home. When uh, when uh, oh, yeah. M- not, yeah, no, Aunt May, yeah. when Aunt May died. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Uh, yeah. If you haven't seen it by now, that's your problem. It's been <laughs> on for, like, a year, just saying. Right? But when she died, I started to get fucking teary-eyed. And I'm wiping the fucking tears out of my eyes. So, uh... But you know, anything that has to do with kids. So man. kids and family. Yeah, kids, family, anything with that
0: pulls on the strings a little bit. Absolutely, it does for me too. Like I'm a I'm a girl dad, very proud girl dad, two beautiful daughters. And anytime, like, you know the Rogers commercial where the little girl's broken down the side of the road, she's got a flat tire, and her dad's like on the phone and he's oh, talking to her yes. through it. And then at the end he goes, Don't worry, honey. Daddy's here. And I just I, you guys be right in the fucking fields, man. Right in the fields. Too
1: bad Rogers sucks, though. Absolutely. Blackout after blackout yeah. after blackout. Internet lossage. Fuck Rogers. Funny, I got like two emails last week after the blackout happened over with Rogers saying, oh, there's $7 this-. credit? No, no. It was n- another interruption. Oh. Like, holy fuck. Of
0: course it was. All right, all right. So anything with the heartstrings. <laughs> so actually, this leads perfectly, segues perfectly into my next question. Now that you've got Negan, but you also have uh, you have another son, right? I
1: believe I have uh, two actually. I have so we got three Negan, kids. Yeah, three kids: Negan, the youngest; Ethan, the middle; and Dakota, the oldest.
0: So three kids. Deathmatch wrestling is a serious risk. Anytime you step in a wrestling ring, it's a risk. Any? Yeah. Have you Have you thought about now with the welcome edition of the third, your third child, that maybe you're going to scale back a little bit on that? No. No.
1: No. I still want to have go. Have your the kids. kids ever
0: seen you wrestle a death match? A death match? No. Maybe not Negan, but your other two, No. Dakota and
1: ne- No. I won't let them see me doing a death match. No. They what can come... if
0: they find it on YouTube, man. You can find a lot. They of They have stuff found
1: on it on your... YouTube. And... Actually, my mom showed oh, <laughs> Dakota, Ethan, Grandma. What yeah. are you yeah, doing? Yeah, grandma. So, uh, but yeah, like they'll come to wrestling shows with me all the time. But as long as I'm not doing a death match, like as, like they don't need to see me, especially like. You know, live. They don't need to see dad right. blooded up, going through fucking barbed yeah, wire. You don't want that Mick
0: Foley moment where Noel was like crying yeah. during the I Quit match '98. Right? Yeah, like. like
1: I don't know. Like my kids know that it's fake, going on. You know, know what I mean, or scripted. But I don't want them to to say, "Oh fuck, Daddy, sir," and like look at what, like last no Ring North uh, show. Yeah, No Ring North show. I had a fucking piece of light light tube in my skin, hence why I got that scar right there. Yeah, look at that. When I worked out warhead, but it was completely, completely like accidental, no one's fault. You know what I mean? Like I but just, these are the risks that you take. Exactly. Like I'm sitting there and I, I look down and there's blood. I'm like, oh shit! I'm super fucked for it. That's not from my forehead. I'm like, shit, man. And I felt something in my arm. And then next thing you know, like, I'm losing blood. Like, hold, I tell worried I'm like, hey, man, my arm's cut. He's like, how bad? I'm like, I don't know, but fuck, let's keep going. So... Wow. But I wouldn't want them to see me in a, in a death match yet. If they find it on YouTube, they find it on YouTube. Kids can find anything but these days. But you're just
0: going out of your way to say, come on, Daddy's working this weekend. Let's go and see Daddy.
1: Yeah, like, did they, they know I'm wrestling, like, tonight, right? But, like, even with, like chairs i'm okay with like chairs tables i'm okay with right and just now when we like you said like the death match when you got the barbed wire the glass the, the tax and yeah they don't they don't need to see that shit Not no right now. and i understand that i get that but um you know again
0: another great segue into the question has there ever been a bump that you've taken in one of these matches or any match period where you're like it, it went the wrong way and you know what i mean by that like it, it, it didn't land the way it was supposed to land or hit the way it was supposed to hit and you were lucky enough to walk away with it unscathed Mm. there's had to be a couple of those close call moments everybody's got them
1: close call moments
0: yeah like Mm. where it could have been
1: worse than it actually was well i think in like the death match anything could be worse doesn't matter what you do but like i don't think i've had a close call like like i said the only thing i have i ever had done was the light tube in the arm like i said it was a freak accident
0: it just what, it was the way that the light hit you or
1: no it's like there was obviously glass obviously when you're using a bunch of light tubes right and then warhead hits me in the back with the light tube and i put my arm down and just a piece of glass that was at the end like the end of a light tube was right there so goes up there and i'm just like shit what? <laughs> and i'm just like shit <laughs> but yeah no like freak like close calls no I don't think I've ever had any that I remember well that's good no that's that's great that's fantastic I mean like I've had concussions like eight nine concussions but that is oh actually here's one okay here's one I got got we got one guys we got got one so it was in uh for no limits it was during the gauntlet it was me and I think it was the gauntlet yeah it was the gauntlet and uh it was me and Tyler Hill in the in the finals final two and we did, Who better,
0: by the way? Who better to be in the final two?
1: We do the spot, and we did it before at the Death Street Tournament that I won with the beer bottle. He would crack me with the bottom here, but he would obviously have it so it's safe. In No Limits, it slipped up a little bit, so now the bottle is fully exposed and fucking cracking me in the head. That was like the only... But again, it was a freak accident. It slipped up, and then obviously the... Beep, so, but whatever and i was i was pretty fucked up
0: yeah i know (laughs) for sure
1: and also you mentioned uh a great
0: legend uh sean who's no longer with us uh i know that left a lot of the wrestling world you know by storm and you know it it came kind of abruptly it was so quick it was just unbelievable uh you know i've never had the chance to meet him but i heard uh, a lot of fantastic things about him would give you the shirt off his back we give you five dollars out of his wallet would care so much about you you have any funny Sean stories? Like just something like a goofball situation that happened that only, uh, something like you guys could be driving to a show and you see some random shit on the road and you're like, fuck, only, I would only see
1: that with you. No, because actually we would travel from, i travel from Oshawa, he travels from St. Catherine's. right? So we never actually traveled to shows together. But it's like him and I, after he got diagnosed with his uh, brain cancer and shit like that, uh, him and I would FaceTime each other every morning. And we would just video call each other for like two, three hours a day. And the shit we do on FaceTime, like we're we're doing like the um like you have like your faces and shit the like that. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, filter yeah. effects. <laughs> you can do that, so it's like, man, it's just some of the shit that him and I would like just talk about, you know what I mean? But like you said, he was one of the most stand up guys and sucks is not here no more and I'm hope uh shit, yeah, no, that pulls falls on the on the strings too. That, uh you know, I'm hoping that he's happy with what I'm uh doing in in the hardcore game because, you know what I mean? He was uh he was a big influence too. And I'm hoping he's looking down saying, you know, you got this brother, you know what I mean? Like I a hundred percent believe yeah, that like, he is. I do, I believe that I, he is. I do too. And it's like Warhead told me told me the same thing, he's like, Sean would be proud of you right now and I was like, Fuck man, like that means a lot, man. Like he would be I know he would
0: be again I've never met him but just knowing you as well as long as I've known you and I'm privileged guys this isn't just us talking like I'm not just a podcaster he's not just a wrestler we are friends behind the camera we talk all the time like not all the time on a pretty semi regular basis I actually enjoy (laughs) him more than I do his wife but don't tell her... Oh, shit, it's still recording. Yeah, we're still live. She's going to still... Oh, fuck. <laughs> no, but Sean would definitely be, you know, proud of everything you've accomplished in this business. And you've earned every You've earned every success that you've had in this business so far, especially in this great scene of Ontario. You earned it on your own merit. Yeah, and I, I, I believe I, that.
1: I appreciate that. And you know what I said? Like, every time I like do, it like, a death match or whatever, I always try and want to... Like, I always want to pay homage to him somehow mm-hmm. in some way. And doesn't matter if I'm, like, doing, like his finisher or or some, because I know, like, Tyler Hill, he started doing Sean's finisher too sometimes, right? So it's like, if I can keep his spirit alive in, like, the Ontario, like, hardcore scene or wrestling for that matter, you know what I mean? Like, I'm happy, man, because, yeah, he was one of the coolest fucking guys, man, and one of the toughest motherfuckers you'll ever probably fucking meet, and he's not someone I would want to piss off either, you know what I mean? Like, he'll... He'll give you the shirt off his back, but he'll also fucking stab you in the throat if he had to.
0: <laughs> so That's a great that's a great tagline for sure. If you're ever to be lived, remembered in a quote, that is a badass quote to be remembered in for sure. Let's go lighthearted on this. One more question. I want to play a game with you. Final question. When all the smoke's cleared and all the dust settles and Matt Cash has to hang up his boots, what's the one thing that you want to be remembered for? What's the one special memory that you're going to carry with you as you go into, like, you know, beyond wrestling when that moment does hit
1: uh well the moment already hit We're actually right before the pandemic actually i, I announced my retirement when uh you're still here well that's the thing is like i hit i i i was done with wrestling man like i was so sick of it like it was bullshit like the whole thing was like the hardcore wrestlers all that stigma it's just you know what i mean it's just no one really sees behind the scenes right like the fans don't see that to me it's like i don't like politics bullshit man you know what I mean? and it's like There's I, a
0: lot of politics.
1: Tons of politics. And there's also a lot of guys that like to talk to their shit online. But when they come face-to-face, when they get fucking smacked in the mouth... Oh, it's easy to talk through a keyboard. Exactly. In mom's basement. Exactly. Not me. I have my own basement. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> but, uh, no, you know, I... Man, like, I don't know, man. It's like... I never really wanted to go anywhere in wrestling. Maybe, like, the States. But I never wanted to be signed from, to, like, WWE or... Anything like that. So as long as I remember, as was one of like the the great. I don't wanna say great, but like one of the, like the good hardcore guys here, to, in, Ontario. here in Ontario. That's good. You know what I mean? Like leave my staple on the on the hardcore scene. I'll be happy, man. Like I want to be like like I said, man. Like I want to be like top three hardcore guys when it's all said and done. When my time goes, I still want to be one of the top three guys. Obviously, Warhead's gonna be one of them. Um, I'd put Shiny Mode. You know what I mean, but and then me, you know what i mean? Like i want to be able to top at least top 5 guys of hardcore. I think that's my fair. job, man. I think that's fair.
0: You know what i mean? Yeah, i think that, i think that's i think that's a great i think that's a great goal to accomplish and i think somebody like you can definitely accomplish that and i still think you got a lot of years left in you. Whatever you choose to do with it is up to you. But now, here's the game i want to play with you right before we wrap it up and then you can shout out your socials. So the game i want to play is called Force Mount Rushmore. And what it is is that oh, i pick shit. 5 wrestlers for you that you have to put ranking from five being the worst and one being the best. Ooh. And I give you the five wrestlers, so you don't have a say Ooh. in any of this. Okay. All right, here we go. We're gonna kick it old school first. So the model Rick Martel. Okay. Okay, then we're gonna go a little bit, that was like late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. We're gonna go into the 90s a little bit. I'm gonna give you an easy one in the 90s. I'm gonna give you Scott Hall, okay? Now, if we want to go like 97 to 2001, I'm going to give you one of my favorite cruiser rates that I feel was very underrated, and that's Billy Kidman. I don't think he yeah. ever really had a chance to shine. No. A lot of other cruiserweights broke out, but I think Billy Kidman was a talent, and he didn't get enough star to shine, in my honest no, opinion. I, I agree. Number four, I'm going to give you 2015, 2005 to 2015. A character who really came into his own would be Randy Orton,
1: yeah, the Viper.
0: Yeah. And then I'm going to give you one of my most favorite recent characters, and I feel it's a shame the way it ended, but that would be The Fiend. Yeah. So there's your five right there. So five being the worst, one being the best. So you got uh, the, to run them again. You got Rick Martell. Yeah. You got Scott Hall. You got Billy mm-hmm. Kidman. You got Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. And you got The Feet. How, what are we ranking? Five to one. We're going from
1: five, so four, five is the worst. One is the best. Rick Martel. Rick Martell. five. Obviously, because it's like yeah. I was born in 87. So, so you didn't really see Rick Martell exactly. in the peak of his career. I understand. Exactly. So okay. I go with him.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: shit. Billy Kidman. Okay. Who was the other one again? Randy Orton, Fiend, Scott Hall. Scott, Scott Hall.
0: Randy Orton in the feet. Oh, dude. So I know. Scott Hall would
1: be third. Okay. Billy Kidman fourth. Yeah. Rick Martell fifth. Yeah. So who's two and oh, one? Oh shit. Well, I guess if a lot of my moves that I actually I kind of take from Randy Orton. That's why I put it there. <laughs> so. <laughs> But I would put him as number two.
0: So Randy or- and The Fiend is number one Dude, that Mount Dude, right? I love The
1: Fiend. I love anything Bray Wyatt, right? man. It's yeah. like, it sucks that you got to let go. And it's like, every, it's funny because, like, every time Mac and I watch AEW. You're hoping for that, You're hoping for that eh? I'm hoping that he comes back. I'm a huge Bray Wyatt fan, man. Yeah. Huge. Me too, right here. Even dude. a Husky Harris, man, he was good then no, Husky too. Husky Harris
0: was solid, an underrated character that yeah. I think should have went to the main roster. To my honest,
1: but opinion. I'm kind of glad he didn't though, because then we wouldn't have the Bray Wire, right? And then it's like follow the buzzards. Yeah, exactly, man. But now I gotta. Do I want to keep that though? Fuck. You gotta log it in. Oh uh, no, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Randy Orton one, Fiend two. Okay, so Randy Orton has been replaced as number one. Yeah, man. So
0: Randy Orton, Fiend, Billy Kidman, or no, sorry, Scott Hall, Billy, Billy Kidman, Kidman, and Rick Martel. And Rick Martel yeah, Martel. I got to Rick- go with
1: that. Well, yeah. see, that's a hard game, right? Is, dude, you gave me some hard ones there. That's, that's why
0: four-spout rush is great because you have shit. no say. No saying I put you on the spot.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah, I got to lock it in with Randy Orton as, as number one, though. <laughs> I got to do that, though. Fair enough. All right, before we wrap
0: it up, my friend, thank you so much for being on Straight Talk. Oh, it was the first you, time, man. but it won't be the last. And shout out your socials for
1: everyone so they can follow you and keep up with your journey uh, on social media. Uh, what if I don't know all my social medias? Huh? I know, uh, on Twitter, I believe it's Matt Cash 87. It is. Instagram, I think it's the same thing. It is. It is. <laughs> and then... Uh, hey,
0: so Matt Cash
1: yeah you can just look up Matt Cash and it's yeah. pretty
0: easy just the head is the easiest thing that's it it really and is and his picture his picture I believe his profile picture is his better half which is his family yeah I think it's nothing just just to do with him Mac, at I all think. yeah it's him and <laughs> my, yeah. Just, just his family and if anything he could prop himself out of it quite easily 100% bro <laughs> he, he probably would <laughs> alright guys that's it for this one peace love, and wrestling we'll see you next time Leaving the scene with no trace Not in my league, you out of place I'm not at the top, I'm of space can with us, we're out of place I'm doing fine, I'm feeling great You're not my fan, you can't relate Straight I'm going state to state